0: Welcome to episode, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22, a story mode every day in podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Taylor Munro, and I'm joined tonight by Keelan Swift Ugh. and Simon T. Swizzy Evans.
1: I know I can't disown you, but can I disown
0: you? Mate. You can't. Taylor Swift will take me in okay. as her as her award. Yeah, and then and then you'll
2: get an entire album about you. <laughs>
0: as her familiar.
2: I know I put on a lot there, but that wasn't actually that bad, Jesse. So no, oh, no. that's pretty good, Thank eh? You. Yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah. Mixed it all up. Hey, she's she's doing all right. I reckon she's a game. Nah. No doubt. No doubt. Dark Souls day and night. I know it. You can't write <laughs> songs about that sort of heartbreak without playing Dark Souls, okay? Mm. That's just a fact.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like a rite
2: of passage
1: for every ballad singer (laughs) absolutely
2: built her resilience through playing dark souls and bloodborne you know you you can't come out of the other end of a relationship like that that strong without having to you know really die over and over and over and
0: over she's really into like hardcore um like video games a lot of people think she's quite plain speaking of planes simon flight simulator
1: Excellent, excellent segue. Mm. That I'm actually going to give you that. That was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a little
2: bit judgmental, um, but sure.
1: Yeah. So, uh, like our first, he's not playing. <laughs> our first <laughs> news topic is that uh, the latest flight simulator game from Microsoft is going to come on a set of ten DVDs. Ten DVDs. Two, sorry, ten double layered DVDs. Apologies.
0: Slight like correction. Oh. And that's that's too many that's too many discs that's a and lot th- that's of that's not even the whole DVDs. game that's not even the whole thing though no you still need to download a
1: big whole fucking chunk of it but overall I think it's coming up to like 100 gigs or something for the game
2: okay so how how many of those gigs are on the disc and how many do you have to download that's
0: what I'm think wondering It's it, well. th- what I think there's 90 gigs on the disc mm-hmm. and I think the whole game was like 150 oh god Now, there's a reason it's that big. This game has everything. All of it. They just said all of it. Let's just put it all in the game. All all of the planes. You can fly everywhere. Anywhere. Everywhere. There are 37,000 goddamn airports in this game. That is a lot. I didn't know there were that many airports.
1: No. Wow. I thought
0: every country had, like, one. (laughs) Just because Australia has, like, four (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Around like one Look, at each major city. I've been locked indoors for months. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, international travel is but a pipe dream for the future to deal with. Okay? Planes
1: aren't even real anymore.
0: No. I haven't seen them. I haven't gone outside. You know. Now, the first sorry, the first flight simulator, you know what that came on? A single floppy disk. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. A single goddamn floppy disk. And this one's 10 DVDs. Who has a disk drive anymore, though? Oh, I do. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've got a Blu-ray disc drive. Uh, when I built my PC, I specifically wanted it because I was like, you know what? I don't have a Blu-ray player. And then, like six months after I got my PC built,
2: I bought a PS4 secondhand.
0: I thought you have a PS4. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you have a lot of trouble getting your PC to play Blu-rays, Simon? No. Never, ever had an issue. I've heard a lot of reports of that, which is why Blu-ray drive uptake in PCs hasn't been as high as people would expect. Hence the reason this comes on DVDs.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to ask... Like, I don't really know when it comes to, like, you know, anything to do with the PC. Um, so I was going to ask why this is coming on DVD rather than Blu-ray. Is there is there an actual like known issue why Blu-ray isn't really compatible with PC stuff or is it just what those no,
2: It's not incompatible
0: at all. It's just, it's a little bit tricky in, in some,
2: some regards. I think it's playback of Blu-ray movies rather than using it as a storage medium. It mm. works as a storage medium. In fact, a lot of like professionals who deal with like things like audio or um, like 3D models, like that kind of stuff. If you need like a physical copy of something, you burn it onto a Blu-ray because it's the most cost-effective yeah. way of, of accessing it. Better than grabbing, like, a terabyte fucking uh, USB stick. Better than grabbing
0: 10 fucking DVDs and putting them into a box set. This is blowing my mind. And I know, like, for people in the PC world, this doesn't seem that outlandish, but it's just, it is crazy to me. Um, Now, have you guys seen the trailers and stuff for this game? I actually haven't,
1: no. I haven't looked into this at all, other than the fact that there's a ridiculous Um, amount of discs.
0: Simon, have you ever been on a plane?
1: No, I actually swam from England hey, to Australia. To be fair,
0: okay, that's a good point. You could have <laughs> come by any means, okay? I think you can do anything you put your mind to. But imagine that, that plane, very ride, awesome. plane trip, okay? Very now imagine awesome if movie. it was in better quality. Like, imagine if it looked better. <laughs> that's what this <laughs> game is. This game is better than photorealistic. Fuck photos. Photos are the past. Flight simulator is the future. This game looks so pretty and so like boring but in a cool geeky way i remember i used to go to my cousin's house and um my uncle had flight simulator and he had the flight stick and stuff like that which would make sense because my cousin is now a pilot Crazy. but whenever we went to their house i'm like i don't want to speak to family like what am i I'm fucking ugh, ugh, gross so i would sit there and play flight um flight simulator i'll say fight simulator that was my <laughs> family was playing <laughs> Burned hey. them. um i'd play flight simulator with the with the flight stick and stuff like that really cool game I'm I'm interested to in play this. The beta for this does come out on the 30th of July. Uh, the full game comes out on the 18th of August. Um, yeah, okay. something I'm very very excited about because now that I'm you know get, I'm getting around PC stuff. Like I said earlier, I don't really know much about it, but now that I'm playing a bit more, I'm starting to appreciate modding a little bit. Oh. I'm not not the crazy shit like keep Thomas the Tank Engine in the fuck out of Skyrim, get him out of here. But if you want to give me better looking leaves in that game. Yeah, man. Thank you. I do want to see what modders do with this game. So the game is going to have an in-game mod marketplace. Um, I really mm. want Spruce Moose from Simpsons. I'm okay, not a okay. fan of the fact that it says marketplace. Yeah,
2: I want to know. What do you mean by marketplace? Does that mean you, you, can, you have to pay money for the mods? Yeah. Okay. Well, I
0: mean, okay, I think... Cool. We'll the it we depends go. on these mods, okay? Like, obviously, if it's a small one and you don't want to spend 10 bucks on it, fair enough. However, if somebody's gone through and they've detailed 10,000 airports, how's the other getting my money?
2: Yeah, it's, it's nah, mostly so about nah, the I, level of quality and detail that they're putting into yeah, it. So I kind think of you effort, don't need to really
0: judge it once once to. once they're out. And I think because in-game it should be curated.
2: You'd hope so. You'd hope, You'd hope
0: so. Um, I... Wa- I want some cool planes. There are some cool planes. Okay. You have heard it here first in story mode. Right? There are cool planes. There are some cool planes. Cool. <laughs>
1: cool. Groundbreaking news. Um, look, I'm not not a fan of uh, of paid mods in any regard, regardless of how it's what? curated, People regardless of how what? it's handled. I don't think there's a correct way of dealing with paid mods, and this does partially stem from Bethesda trying it once, mm. fucking it up. Saying, oh, no, sorry, my bad, (laughs) haha, jokes, it was just a joke, guys, it's okay, and then they fucked it up again. Bethesda fucks most things
0: up nowadays. Oh, absolutely, Bethesda fucks up a lot. I mean, Um, on the surface, like, in principle, I I think, yeah, I I, I have no problem with it. If somebody's going to put time and effort into making something that's worth my money, and I can look at it and be like, hey, do I think this is worth, say, five bucks? I do. Cool. I will choose to buy it. Yeah. You don't need to get the no, stuff,
1: but this is, this is where I draw the issue is that if you're getting it through uh, a store front like that uh, or with Bethesda or whatever, doesn't matter what company does it. Um, the money will be going to that company, not to the modder. Which yeah, is why I much prefer, prefer I much prefer things like Nexus mods, which is community based entirely. And if you want to pay money towards something, you can. Hey, look, here's a little tip thing. You donate five bucks. You donate two dollars. You donate mm. twenty. You've That's got you've got that, and I much prefer that because it is within the community, and it's handled by the community, and it's not being
2: looked over by some CEO who's massively overpaid. That's also my preference. But if you know, fair
0: point, fair argument
2: i think it remains to be seen is it going to be bethesda style mm. or is microsoft going to do their own kind of thing here yeah, yeah. I'm, i'll be curious willing, to see how it pans out
0: i'm willing to give them a chance
2: mm.
0: Look. as long as i can get the spruce moose from the simpsons Mo with a um like strap-on fan on his back and flying around from the simpsons as well i want all flying vehicles from the simpsons that's it and the house from up Give me the house from up i could fly around land in some like fucking middle of australia airport hells yeah could be the best sounds good does sound good wait
1: are you saying Um. there's a fifth airport in australia because i don't think there is (laughs) (laughs) in the middle of it no not not middle. yeah there's one at each major city so that would be melbourne sydney uh darwin and adelaide perth doesn't count
0: Perth does not count. Nah, Perth does not count. <laughs> At least you can admit it. <laughs> yeah. You have to land Adelaide, you have to get the train. Hey, I said Darwin, uh, <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, I mean, we were just talking about mods, and I'm, this is a re- I've got no segue. I've got no segue here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to build something here, but speaking of building, um, Lego has announced the new Lego Nez building toy thing. I don't even know what this is. I'm just very excited. You can build a Nintendo inter- Entertainment System with a little TV and you can p- play air quotes. You can't hear air quotes, but there are air quotes happening. Um, you can play it. Like, play Mario. You can crank out can some Mario. You can cr- oh, crank When that it. ad, when the trailer's like, you just crank it. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that means... You don't need to means, tell me twice. I'm that means shooting you. ropes. Um, <laughs> <Dave>. now, <laughs> Spider-Man? This, this, this <laughs> kit is 2,646 pieces. um So it comes with the the NES itself, a, a grey box. Cool. It comes with a game cartridge, which I liked in the trailer where he blows into it to clean it up. Yeah, like, oh, like, I like <laughs> <love laughs> that. What are you doing here? <laughs> yo, 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 that's, that's not real. Um, so the game cartridge, a controller, and a mini 90, 1980 style TV like a real one of the real thick boys um, with all the little turning knobs and stuff like that. I love it. It looks like CRT, a director of the And the cool thing is on the screen, you have um, one of the levels in Super Mario and when you turn the little crank, you crank it. um, The world turns on a conveyor belt. It's kind of hard to explain, but it turns on a conveyor belt and your little Mario character jumps up and down in time with it. It's hard to explain. Watch and the trailer. Yeah. This seems to be a visual watch, medium, watch trailer, this But
1: also there is, because there is already a pre-existing uh Super Mario Lego set. And it's aimed... Super
0: Mario starter Corps.
1: Yeah. It's aimed at kids and stuff and, like, nice big chunky blocks and all that sort of shit. Looks awesome. I love it. I I was to t- contemplating getting it for a period of time, but um money is difficult. Um... But especially with Lego, especially with Lego, Lego's not Holy cheap. Shit. This
0: Lego kit is $350. I'm Whoa. absolutely buying that. <laughs> I and will I, say, I, I say this is overpriced, but I mean, you guys can see over my shoulder, I have a shelf full of like Lego kits,
1: yeah. And my <laughs> cost a bit. <laughs> m- my stepdad has <laughs> like a, a million fucking Lego Technic sets.
0: Hells yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So, I'm definitely going to get it. And I'm very tempted to pick up the, um, the special Mario Lego character that you get. Because he, once you put a couple of batteries in him, he lights up and does, like, he's got a couple of facial expressions and stuff. He's got a little screen on his chest. And if you put him on top of the retro TV, he starts playing
0: the Mario theme. It's pretty hey. cool. It's very cute. And, and like, I, I like Lego kits because I like to build them. Once they're built them, something, like, I don't give a shit. But it is very cute.
1: But also to make it even better, not only does Mario play the music, but he actually like the sound effects sync up with whatever is happening what? on your little on your little retro screen. So when you collect, what a sort coin, of sound effects does he make? Like when you collect a coin, it does the. What? Coin. How, did,
0: how does that sound? Like what sort of sounds does Mario make? Simon,
1: <laughs> shut up, Jesse.
0: Just, just, uh, I'm a, I'm a PlayStation kid. I'm a Sony pony. Okay, you need to tell me. You need to. You know perfectly
1: well the most iconic noise in video game history,
0: Hey, it's me, Mario. Like that. Like is that how it goes?
1: Oddly enough, hey, I I got me a coin. Downloaded on my
0: phone. No playing with your phone on a podcast.
1: (laughs) No, I actually do have it downloaded on my phone. No, (laughs) that was my message tone for like.
2: Six weeks.
0: Well, if you naturally get a message during this episode, it's okay. I've got to say,
2: so this little Lego set, $350, okay? That's a lot of money for something a lot that of money. just stands there, right? If mm. they had dollars, you can crank it. <laughs> if they had included the guts of a NES Classic inside of that shell, if they had just done that and then built in a little section for like a, a HDMI output... That would have increased the value proposition. $350 would have been a steal in that if that was a
0: I case. kind of disagree with that. This is just as like a Lego enthusiast. And that takes away its charm. I think mm. the way they got around this is so ingenious. If if you want to buy a Nes Classic, just buy a Nes Classic. They're like forty bucks now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is something timing. completely
0: different. And at, at first, I did think it was that. I thought that you built this shell, basically, and you'd have the guts of it in there. Same with the TV. It was just, sort of just you build a shell and it has the guts of a, a CRT in there, but like a mini one, whatever it's going to be. I, I like this. I, it keeps to the, the ethos of, of, of Lego. It
2: does, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like, you know, I'm sure there's going to be people who mod theirs to oh, fit the 100%. guns in there. Oh, so. 100%. Okay. we will we'll see how right. that turns out. I feel like it will be a cool idea
1: to yeah, go, going into that sort of modding space for the retro stuff, um, get a Raspberry Pi. Just get a Delicious. Raspberry Pi. You can, <laughs> no, not not an actual edible pie, but the the little the little computers, the tiny little computers. Um, if you're anyone who knows anything about like modding and hacking, that's a, you know immediately what I'm on about. They're
0: pretty cheap as well. Uh, now, they're
1: a hundred dollars for like the full set yeah. for it, yeah. which you don't even need. Like I think the it's high 50 end bucks. one, right? Yeah, yeah, for the latest one. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, I'm sure give it not even six months and there'll be some genius out there who creates a variation of the set, which you can then put your little Raspberry Pi into, load it up with Retro Pi, bam, done.
0: Hmm. i kind of want to go i wish it went the other way a little bit more and i don't need to, to do anything i kind of just want lego consoles like off the old retro consoles if they sold just the Nes portion of this for say 150 bucks i would consider it yeah. i would love like a little lego ps1 a little yeah. lego atari yes that'd be cool and that would be stuff that i would happily have on my shelf it's a little bit I think yeah, I think I think retro console
1: like Lego retro consoles
0: could absolutely be a huge
1: thing. I think market just that,
0: um that we're gonna video get video games and um Lego need to merge a little bit more. Um I, I bought I remember I bought a instruction manual for one of the uh I can't remember which monster it is. One of the creatures from Horizon Zero Dawn, somebody online had come up with a complete um instructions on how to make it out of Lego. I just didn't have all the pieces, so I had to order them online and the whole whole thing. Lego, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I'll buy them all. I will I will single-handedly keep you in business <laughs> if you make Horizon okay. Zero Dawn Lego. You heard it, Mr. Lego? front of the show? But just
1: a <laughs> just a thing, actually, on on your topic of, you know, Lego and video game should mesh more. Um I think it took something like four years from the release of Minecraft for a Minecraft Lego set <laughs> to be <laughs> so available. Bizarre. And it's like, what? But this is the seen- most obvious thing you want to I- put into a Lego set. Kids fucking love Lego. Kids love Minecraft. Bam. Do it.
0: Lego competitors have done this, but gone in a really w- weird direction. I can't remember. It's like Mega Blocks or yeah, Thumb Build or some shit. I don't fucking know. They made like Call of Duty ones.
2: Yeah. There was Halo <laughs> Mega <laughs> Blocks as well.
0: Halo, oh, yeah, I can understand I a little that. bit more. I can understand the Halo a little bit more. Call of Duty seems a little bit more... Hey, if I'm a parent, I'm not going to buy my, <laughs> my shitty little dumbass kid this dumbass guy. Because it's just soldiers. Yeah. It's boring. My kids shouldn't know what Call of Duty is at that age. But they do. They should know Call of Duty.
1: That's of how it. the Americans
0: say it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Lego, if you're listening, more video game Lego and send it to us and we'll review it. Done. Oh
1: my God. I would review the shit out of that. I
0: would review the shit out of it. It would be, you wouldn't be able to escape the hype. Speaking of hype escape, we've got to play this week. The beta came out this week and um, Simon, Keelan and myself, they are looking at me with so much shame in their eyes. You guys should be used, no, to, it. Was, yeah, used yeah, to it. That was a good one. Yeah. That was so good. Was a bit of a walk. That was a really um, good one, man. <laughs> We played the beta. Um, this is Ubisoft's newest uh, Battle Royale game. And on a personal note, this is the first game I've ever played competitively online on PC with friends. I'm <laughs> uh. <laughs> such a noob. Sorry. Sorry. Aside from RuneScape.
2: Uh, so this is the second uh, one. That's different. I don't know. If that it was counts.
0: competitive. I was a friend. I was a friend to wall. Mm. Yeah, I I, I remember
1: spending many, many hours in RuneScape crafting full sets of bronze armor to give away to noobs in Lumbridge.
2: Generous.
0: Yeah. I would have been one of those noobs. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, So this, yeah, it's a battle royale game. You play in squads of three. You, the mode is called Crown Rush and we're not 100% sure why. I don't want to look too much into the game because I want to explore it myself. We never got far enough to know why it was called Crown Rush. <laughs> we kind of sucked at it. We, okay. There was one that, time we got there time. and I saw, I saw a crown. I yeah. saw the crown. Okay. Yeah. We, we survived long was, enough for the crown the to The mystical spawn. crown. We saw it. It spawned. That's it. And then we know, died. Do you get it? And then do you live? Does it become like a, um, a ladder match in wrestling? You're welcome, Keelan. Where like a ladder comes out. You have to climb up and you have to get the crown. Because holy shit. I'll play. Uh, all right. I've turned myself around this game. That would be cool.
2: Yeah, but I don't think uh, it works like that. I'm not sure if it's exactly like that, but something like that, perhaps. I think yeah. it's pretty you just close have to it. get so, the crown. Yeah, I think
1: you need to first grab the crown, and then you have to survive the whole time with the crown, or you mm, just kill it. everyone else, which is what everyone
2: has get be the doing. crown? Well, we I don't no know. Chance, that's then.
0: it is for better pl- better players than us. Let's go through sort of what we liked about this first of all, because I. Don't mind it. It has the DNA of a good battle royale game, but it it needs some fixing. Mind you, it is in beta still. So hopefully Ubisoft has been like, hey, we listening to this podcast. They want these secrets fixed. We'll do it for you boys. Thanks, Ubisoft. <laughs> what did you guys think of this? The good stuff first.
1: Um, I like I like the speed of the game. Mm. I think fast. it's
0: it's fast-paced,
1: uh, it's action-packed, it feels good when you when you do get stuck into like a bit of a firefight with someone it's very engaging and it's very fun and Mm. the power-ups um that you get the hacks are pretty pretty cool
0: different ones obviously Um, are
1: you know have a variety of uses some of them are less useful than others so i
0: think the cool thing it's kind of unique about this and sort of stems from apex's um weapon upgrade system where you go around you collect certain attachments for your guns in this one if you have a sniper rifle and then you find another sniper rifle, you can then get a level two sniper rifle, and so on and so forth. You, you can them. upgrade them five times each. The differential in power is quite noticeable because entry level weapons. Um, to think of Fortnite, they are the, they are you gray weapons. They are pretty shit, mm. um, and then you upgrade them through the different tiers. So you definitely need to do that. Same with the abilities. Um, what I really, I don't know
2: sorry, Jesse, what I really, Feel- really liked about this game is, uh, the controls and how it sort of feels. You have a double jump, smooth. which I mm. love to have in any game. Double jumps are fun. You've also got a slide. You have a
0: triple jump at one point.
2: And yes, sometimes you'll get triple jumps um, when mm-hmm. you have the, the Twitch voters vote in different effects onto the game. It's, it's super awesome. But what you spend most of your time doing is just traversing between like the ground floor and rooftops and it's kind of really cool that it's like vertical like that you go in these big jump pads yeah. they send you up it is
0: the most vertical um battle royale game i've played i, I, mm. I haven't played them all mm. played the main ones and yet by far the most vertical one
2: mm. it feels so, really good I mean, the basic
0: run out of a game is you jump out of your uh, i'm just going to use the fortnite vernacular here you jump out of the battle bus okay and you're in like a pod you fly over this map map is huge map is massive um land wherever you have like main hubs where you know you need better weapons and you have smaller small areas you land in the area you smash windows these golden windows to get inside of buildings with a stick we'll get to the stick in a moment because i have so many issues with this fucking stick (laughs) stick what are you doing with a stick you smash windows with a stick you get your weapons and you go building to building you get more weapons and you fight fight people and then you if you're us you die horrible. die um mm, as the game progresses you get areas of the map collapsing they sort of dissolve it's quite a cool effect so the whole thing is meant you're meant to be in like a vr simulation so it start to deteriorate and you find like the higher floors on a building will collapse first So if you're at the top they'll start to go down it, it, it gets the blood pumping it's quite yeah, fun it's
2: cool you'll um, fall through the, the the ground if you're stuck on one of those things you just sort of like slip further and further
0: into it it's crazy <laughs> i think look i like this game there's parts of it i really, really like but this game probably has more issues than it doesn't um so let's just get to the issue the biggest issue is the time to kill someone is stupid yeah. it takes so many hits and this isn't at first so when we, we played the first time i'm like oh maybe it's me maybe it's me it can't be me after this long Nah. We were just struggling. There were a few times where Simon and I put clip like, mini gun clips into a single person and they didn't drop. And I understand we had level one weapons, but fuck me. What are these people made out of?
1: No, what are just the guns dies? made out of? I, I think they're win. pea shooters. I think they're pea shooters. And it's the
0: guns <laughs> suck. Yeah. Um, especially the, the explosive weapons. Yeah, the railgun. There's no yeah. like, splash damage on them. And they shoot so slowly. And like Keelan said, this game is really about movement and, mo- and momentum. So if you have a weapon that takes a moment to shoot, that it bounces and it takes a moment to blow up, your enemy's gone. Mm. It's it's useless. I mean, there are some cool weapons. Some of the handguns felt good. Don't mind the sniper rifle. needs a little bit of tweaking, though. ARs are oddly rare, but they're fine. Um, and there's a weapon called the Komodo, which shoots like a, a plasma
1: it's a plasma shotgun, but I didn't realize it was such short range.
0: So yeah, when I got a into a fight
1: with someone, I immediately died because I was standing, you know, I was I was being socially responsible and standing, you know, <laughs> six feet away from them and fired. And that didn't count, but
2: they had an AR and just popped me in the head. Yeah, The thing just- is that... A lot of the weapons that you would expect to have splash damage, like a grenade launch or that big energy Komodo thing you mentioned before, you'd think, you know, if you fired and you hit the ground next to someone, maybe like, you know, 30 centimeters, maybe 60 centimeters away from them, you would damage them a little bit. You don't. That's a problem. Mm. Um, and and it, it's, it's quite it, frustrating.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that. In- I mean, like we said, you need to go through houses and stuff and interiors really quickly to upgrade your weapons because the entry level puts up garbage. The house interiors are boring as hell. There's just nothing to them. They're, oh, all, they're the all exactly the same. They're exactly, they're exactly the same. same. I mean, some of the bigger areas, so you've got um, the Mona, you have Red Tiger, have others whose names I all forget. They're cool. Like, they're somewhat interesting because they're different, I guess. Mm um but yeah just it feels like the map is amazing from the air but when you get down the grounds it's all the same and it could be a lot lot more um traversing seems okay i really wish there was a mid-air dash mm. yeah and i probably wouldn't mind as much when you start the game you get to pick one of uh eight avatars i want to say eight, six maybe eight um you he's <laughs> just some of the most boring characters oh, I have ever seen in the game. They're all there annoying. There is no difference between they are annoying. The voice acting just not my cup of tea at all. And the lines they say are just so nothing.
1: Repetitive. It's
0: repetitive. It's, it feels empty. There's no life to these characters or to this world. It feels like a much, much more polished version of Apex, but missing any of the charm i think apex is a very charming game despite the flaws it just just feels a little bit hollow when and... mm. yeah looks- i feel like the game would be better with classes mm, a little bit and create a bit more a dynamic because it is gameplay wise it is very simple so you don't have you know like obviously no like building function or anything like that you no. going around and running around and shooting each other.
2: Um, um, I disagree. Just, just go on.
0: You don't think it would be better with classes? No,
2: nah, nah, I think we're just playing it wrong.
0: <laughs> no.
2: I think we suck. Keelan,
0: the reason we made, for the reason we even started this podcast, is so we could bitch back games that we're not good at. Okay? I need to vent. It's the only reason I said, hey, guys, let's start a podcast, is because I'm bad at multiplayer games online. And I need to vent. Okay? It's the game's fault. It's not mine. These thumbs should be insured. Okay. <laughs> you just with thumbs alright Jesse and <laughs> I, agree, I agree we, we, we <laughs> yeah. started to change about gameplay day two and we were getting better so I'm going to give this game some time because there's, there's parts I really like, to, like about it however something that has me a little bit worried is when we were playing yesterday we found that there weren't many people in our lobby I had a look at Twitch the Twitch view accounts um, as of about an hour ago we were recording on Sunday night it had 10 times over 10 times less viewers and then Fortnite. Now I know Fortnite's going to have a lot of viewers, but Fortnite has sort of passed its prime. Oh yeah. Um Fortnite had 76,000 viewers whereas um Hyperscape had 7,500. That does not bode well.
2: <laughs> mm, no. I th- I, th- I think you still got to remember the scales here. Fortnite is the most popular battle royale still.
0: Yeah, but this game when it dropped, it had good numbers. Hyperscape And they've dropped really suddenly. Yeah. Um, Which, yeah, worries me a little bit. Also, sorry, and I know I brought this up before. I'm angry. So your melee weapon is a fucking stick, okay? It is the future. It is the year 3600. I did not give a shit what the year is. Why is my melee weapon a stick? Give me some sort of laser weapon. Give me anything, anything. You've given me a stick. It's just a metal pole. What's that?
2: Jesse, you can replace that metal pole with uh, all kinds of different skins, which you pay real-world money for.
1: Which I don't like. I do not like the fact that there is a microtransaction economy in a beta of a game. Yeah. That's scummy. Full game,
0: if you want to buy... um, you know, cosmetic items stuff. No pay to win, obviously. Pay to win is garbage. But if you want to buy cosmetic stuff, sure, more power to you. If you're the consumer, if you want to buy it, go nuts. But in a beta, yeah, it does feel wrong, especially with these numbers of so like, mm. is this game even going to come out properly? Hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: and then also, one, one complaint that I'd like to put forward is once your pod explodes in midair, that's it. Like, you, you don't know. have any further momentum in the air. You just drop like a sack of shit. And I no. don't like that. I wish that you could continue to free-fall a little bit, and that way you can... Uh, f- the way Apex does it is You should to
0: finesse your landing a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. You use the pod or whatever to get to roughly where you want to be, and you can finesse your landing from yeah, there. I, I tra- agree with as, that. As it stands I do like can't. no fall damage. That is nice.
1: Yes, I appreciate that in games. I think no fall damage overall is very, very fun in a lot of games, because then you just end up doing some stupid wild shit.
0: But hey, this is the beta, and um, I think when it comes out in full version, whenever the fuck that happens, we'll give this one another go, because hey, I'm i keen to stick with it. I want to see where this one goes. Yeah.
2: Mm. It's interesting. I, I will say, um, as far as positives go, it's just pretty accessible. Like, it's yes. really easy yeah. to understand and just get into. There's no or- classes. There's no complications. You just go in, you pick up a gun, and you start shooting.
0: We almost missed out on one of the most important things, partly because it's a very cool feature in the game, and partly because it will help me segue into the next segment. When you die, you become a ghost. You become an echo. So, in most battle royale games, if you die, you can get revived by your mates, or you just you're dead, and you you watch them play. And you, if you're me, you go on your phone, you look at Twitter. This game, you can't really do that. You remain in play as a ghost. You can run around. You obviously can't interact with the world. You can't shoot, but you can almost act as a scout for your teammates. Yeah. You can so you still keep chasing after. Things. You mm. can mark things. You can chase after enemies. So you you know, whoever you're playing with knows what enemies are. And you can also get revived. I like that. I think this is a very, very interesting thing. And there were multiple times when we were playing, uh, where I'll die and be like, Oh, this is a, this is a battle royale game. I'm just going to go on Twitter. And I'm like, Oh shit. I'm, ugh, I'm a ghost. Still going. I'm a ghost of Tsushima. Impressions. We played it this week. (laughs) Like, maybe I launched that that one a little bit too, obviously, but whatever. Ghost of came out on Friday. Simon and I have been playing it. Um, We also had a bit of a giveaway on our Facebook page. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for entering. Um, And also keep an eye on our Facebook page. We'll have more giveaways and such in the future. So make sure to give us a like and a follow and whatever the hell you do on Facebook. Give us a poke if you would like. Send us invites to Farm Bill. Sorry, we will ignore them, but you can. We will one hundred percent ignore them, uh, or we can review Farmville. Uh, Never. So, playing Ghost of Tsushima. So Ghost of Tsushima is the latest uh, Sony exclusive uh, title for the PS4 from Sucker Punch, They're the studio who brought us Infamous. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is a Japanese Assassin's Creed. Let's not go fancy with it. That's what this game is. Yeah. Um, I'm probably five to six hours into it now. I think I'm about the same. About the same? You've definitely done more than me. I I fell into the photo mode a little bit more. Just broad strokes here. What do you think of it? Overall, really good.
1: Really, really enjoyable.
0: The more I play, the more I'm really, really liking it. Now, Again, this game has its flaws. I will get to them in a moment. But every moment I've not been playing it, I've been thinking about it. I want to get back. Like, I want to this this. I want to. What? How I can do this?
1: Yeah, I think. I think the world and I guess the um, the controls sort of lend itself quite nicely to a. Oh, let's experiment by doing mm. this kind of mentality. I, I yeah. like that. I appreciate that, and that's part of the reason why I love Breath of the Wild as much as I do. Because it's like a you you want to give that a go because this game's gonna fucking reward you for giving it a go. Yeah,
0: And in all about exploration, it, and it is the most beautiful. Like, okay, I, I, this there is a kind of a an opposite end to this, but this has some of the most beautiful locations I've ever seen in the game. Just stunning. It is, it is very cinematic. This game, and not just yeah. in like, hey, this stuff looks cool. Very minimal UI. Minimal UI, but something I really really appreciate is the meaning colours have in this game. So, just kind of fast-forwarding a bit. There is an area called the Golden Forest. Um, I won't get too much into the mission that you play there, but the Golden Forest is a golden forest. All the trees there are yellow, and the the forest floor is covered in leaves. Everything is is golden and yellow and looks beautiful. There is a part where you're following a character who is obviously not a good person. And as you follow them to their location, their house or wherever the hell they were, the forest gets darker. Mm. So the leaves were dying close to their house or they were just a darker shade of yellow. And just little things like that are what you'd expect in the film because you could do a lot of shit like that with colour. That's cool. It It, was was just really, really nice. And especially if you're in an area with a lot more of... um, Who are the the bad guys in this game? Uh,
1: The um,
0: Mongols. Mongols. You'll see a storm overhead, but if you clear out an area, the storm will clear. It's little things like that that make it almost like almost like a supernatural element to this game. Oh, it gives me chills. Yeah, well, there was there was one bit
1: where um, I was very very early on in the game. I came across a fort, and I thought to myself, "Oh boy, I am in no way prepared for this." So I threw myself at the fort. I think I died three times to clear it. But every single time I was like, ah, I fucked up there. I fucked up there. I fucked up there. Not, oh, that was kind of bullshit and cheap. That was kind of bullshit and cheap. There were, like, for forts, I think the character placement, like the enemy placement and the mechanics behind it are very, very clever and very well done. However, I think combat on the road
0: is less so. A, bit, a little bit less that Let's just go to the reason why the combat can sometimes get a little bit muddled. And then we'll get into the good, good side of the combat. The worst part about this game, I just want to get out of the way, is the camera. Yeah. The camera is fucking shit. This is just above Shadow of Colossus PS2.
2: Oof.
0: It's a bad camera that actively <laughs> punishes you at times. Ugh. And it's not even so much like the angle. Sometimes I find that I'm more zoomed into Jin, the, the protagonist than others, and I'm like, did I do this? What is happening well, here? Yeah, but then I find sometimes the complete opposite
1: where, like, you know, riding on horseback and I'm about, you know, half a centimetre away from the back of Jin's arse. Yeah. then and then like, and I get great ass, com- but still. I get into combat and then all of a sudden the camera's like, ah, so you want to look behind this tree? Which is directly obscuring your vision and you cannot see what's going on? Oh, see bad you
0: died. It's annoying because combat is not punishingly hard but it is demanding yes. you need to be on your toes it gives you the game gives you a lot of pull so you got your parry your block and your attack but the way it does it it feels very much like a dance it feels like old samurai cinema where the fighting is simplistic in a way it has very base moves but it's done in like a dance almost it's very fluid when the combat is done right Combat can sometimes go a little bit astray when you're flooded with enemies. That's one thing um, I
1: found, is that... Uh,
0: it, you, sometimes, you like, get... you'll get enemies, they'll, they'll come up to you and they'll approach you and then they'll attack one at a time. And that's really cool because you could yeah. basically take them down. Like, if you dodge and then you attack, you can almost get them down in one strike times. But when you have, like, three attacking, it's like, what? Like, is, is, is this meant to be happening? I feel like this isn't right.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely... Um have had more than a few encounters go astray because I'm like, um, you know, fighting one guy who's just got a sword... And then his mate, who's got a sword and a shield, starts coming up to me. And so does his other mate, who's got a, a Like a, a pole thing without a yeah, flag the, the, on the end. The pole arms without yeah. the flag on the end.
0: <laughs> and you, have to, like, you, you dodge each one differently. You attack them differently. So and so you roll
1: bit- out of the way of one into the path of another, which you try to block, but you can't block that specific attack because reasons. And then you get hit by another thing. And then it, they will just gang up on you and kill you. And you're like, well,
0: fuck it's really annoying because like that breaks the immersion and this game has the immersion of the game is great especially are you playing it samurai cinema um, mode uh english English or japanese
1: Uh, japanese japanese so you
0: you can play this game with english like english uh, voiceovers or you can play it in japanese with subtitles and you have the movie bars um during cutscenes stuff like that it's fucking cool yeah, and i just uh, I, I would like to think that in psychopath studios they're just like oh will like western audiences do this like will i read a game and somebody was like anime yeah, they're like okay let's do it
1: fuck <laughs> it I, i'm an anime fucking weep just <laughs> inject this shit into my veins yeah those of us who have played jrpgs as well not a problem oh yeah oh my god
0: i love the voice acting this is just so beautiful and There's, as somebody who just loves japan and my God, I don't even Although, care if COVID doesn't get cured, I'll still go there because I just want to go back to Japan. That actually does raise a point which
1: I want to raise. Um Well, sorry, it brings me to a point that I wanted to raise not just for Ghost of Tsushima, but it actually reminded me of another game where I ran into a similar sort of issue being Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um So just for a bit of context, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you can choose which dialogue you want. It's a similar sort of thing. Um, you can choose the English or, or the uh, the Japanese voice acting, and the English voice acting is atrocious in that game. Like it is fucking awful. I couldn't I couldn't stick with it for more than about an hour, and then I had to swap. Um, but the problem I find is that um, at the end of combat uh, in in Xenoblade Chronicles two, characters will say like a couple of snippy things to each other. You know, a little bit of quick witted banter. But they don't translate that in Japanese. Like in they when they say it in Japanese, they don't put the translation. They don't put the subtitles on. So I have no idea what the fuck they're saying to each other. And similar things are happening in Ghost of Tsushima, where you sort of pass by and like a conversation. Ah, uh, yeah, shit, having that's a good a conversation point. And nothing appears. I'm like, I want to know what you're talking about. For the sake of world a building. Point,
2: it's,
0: a very, it's a very living world um, mm. scenarios. Fuck, okay. Kay. Damn it.
2: Can I Not ask you guys? I no, know no. certain games point. have options for subtitles for, uh, like, main conversations. They have subtitles for cutscenes, and they also have options for, like, world subtitles. Does this game I'm have that? I'm
0: pretty sure this just has, like, sort of global subtitle yeah. options.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. that's yeah
0: But I will have a look into that. Cause, I mean... Hope, yeah, I'll, I'll double
1: check because it could very easily just be, you know, I missed the option. But yeah, it, it's something that, it, like, it's not exclusive to Ghost of Tsushima or, you know, even Dunlake Chronicles 2 or anything like that. But it's something that I wish, because I really appreciate it. Um, I actually, I first started to appreciate it in Skyrim, where you would hear, like, where the subtitles for some of the general, generic grunts and stuff would appear. Um, and the way that that was done, I think, was really good. And so I sort of started to get an appreciation for it from there. And, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I don't know why it isn't a standardised thing. I, I do find it, it, though,
0: like, when I'm following um, a, a companion... Now, this is something that Siren brought up when we were chatting about it a few days ago. Something I love about this game, it's very small, is your companion, if they're leading you to an area, will change pace to be in line with you. Yes. So, you know, in games, we have to follow them, cool. and it's like, just run, old man, run. In this or, one, if you run, they'll run. Doesn't matter how old they are. <laughs> yeah, or it's even worse when it's like a character that is like, faster ma- than it's like, your walking like, speed, like, yeah, I, I, but you know, is I'm, slower
1: than your running speed. It's like, there isn't any of that in Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> like, I love, I, love, love, love that.
0: I'm mourning the loss of my family in the Mongols came at night and they killed everyone. Run, 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 run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a rush, I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fucking weird. It's weird. Um,
1: uh, well, that, uh, I was just going to say, like going back to the voice acting, though. Very quickly, there was a moment um, which I messaged you about in particular, um, where the voice actor, the voice actress, did an incredible job with one particular line.
0: Now, Wait, I don't want to give it away, but I is it the children? Uh, yep. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah thought it was really, oh, really you powerful feel the emotion in that i mean this I, comes down to the the this is a, a side quest this is just a side quest character and you need to recruit them going into like the main story the main story isn't driving me in this game at all because i don't really care basically the mongols have come to the island of tsushima you, they have your uncle captured and you want to save him and sort of restore honor to your clan Cool, they really care. Um, the side quests in this game, I would say, are almost on par with The Witcher 3. They're very, very close. As in, you do maybe one part of it and you get what you need. So you may recruit somebody. But their story doesn't end there. They have other things to deal with. You can keep helping them and you can take it to the conclusion, which could be quite epic. Um, I've only mm-hmm. really done one to its conclusion so far. And the ending of that was pretty fun. So yeah. this one happens um, quite early on in the game and um, a woman, her family, her whole clan basically been slaughtered. And yeah, some of her line, the lines she delivers are very, very powerful. And there's also one scene, um, for anyone who's played it, Simon, you understand, the flute. Mm. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And just the juxtaposition between sadness and her scenes and some of the, the, the imagery when you're first getting up to the golden temple and you're going up these stairs and all these golden leaves are falling. Absolutely just breathtaking, which is why majority of my five to six hours playthrough have been using the photo mode, the best <laughs> photo mode in a game, hands down. I love photo modes in a game. Can I take a photo? Not to save my life, but I like to try. And this does one thing extremely right before this game my favorite photo mode was probably horizon just because of how weird it was like there's robots there's not robots in the forest in real life this is crazy i'm gonna take a photo of it so people believe me but you have to press start go to photo mode blah blah blah. can't be bothered in this one just press press right on the d-pad and you're in photo mode instantly mm. you can be in the middle of combat and be like hey this that was a cool strike i just did bang photo mode putting on your filters putting leaves particle effects wind weather time of day oh my god it's so cool and if you go onto like twitter and you follow some of the hashtags for Ghost of Tsushima, the photos people are taking they're a goddamn artists out there they are, are just beautiful
2: mm. i've seen this myself and i'm actually really impressed with what they have there like the tweak ability that you have like you can change time of day and stuff like that just little of- things that stuff They makes... really
0: steered into the cinematic aspect of the yeah, game. Yeah,
2: exactly. And especially because, you know, this game is so atmospheric. Like, it's it's gorgeous. Mm. Um, and a lot of that is dictated by the time of day system that they have there. Like, where the clouds are at. Where the light beams are hitting. Like, whether there are leaves falling or not. That kind of thing. And the fact that you can just put all that stuff on is super important. At least you create these amazing shots. Some really impressive well, things. Do you actually remind me of something? Um, I...
1: Um, got an upgrade which basically let me track um, a hot spring. And you can go to the hot springs to increase your max health. So I spent 15 minutes riding across to try and find this hot spring. And um, I got there. And as I got there, these storm clouds just started rumbling, and coming closer overhead. And so I'm like... Get, 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 get in the spring, get in the spring, quick, 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 before you get struck by <laughs> fucking lightning,
0: please. So hey, it's like, <laughs> can I hide my medal? If this breath of the wild. What do I need to do yeah, here? We'll, uh, well, actually, uh, that's what panicked. some of these, like these areas and vistas remind me of. Kind of a a little bit of breath of the wild, a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where you just find the most interesting and beautiful things around the corner, and you could you could go past it and just never know what's there. But if you take mm. a little bit of time and effort. That's what, again, that's why I'm going through this game very slowly, and I'm kind of glad I don't, I'm i not that invested in the main main quest. Because it's giving me time to explore. This does lead me to a little weird complaint I have. When I first started the game up, a few people had already been playing it, a few reviewers and stuff like that, and they all said, were talking about how beautiful this game is. And the first few areas were really dull. Like, really dull. And again... Not so much like the the intro intro where it's all like Mongol controlled areas because you understand why this looks dull. This needs to look dull, so you know that it's the bad guys in there. But even parts of Tsushima Island just look really dull in comparison to others, and it it could just be that juxtaposition of like this is amazing, so therefore everything else is bad. Yeah, I, just I th- found it a little bit weird. The the areas between these points of interest were a little bit.
2: Maybe, at times. maybe it could just be that a lot more time and effort were put into those sort of like heroes oh yeah hundred
0: hundred percent yeah
2: yeah i think
1: I think there are defin- there are definitely areas which are meant to be a transitional area, like you're just meant to speed through that area, that's yeah. it, but, but then there are horse. just as there are just as many uh places which are you know intricately designed and specifically crafted for you to go and explore and interact and
0: I think this is sort of representative of the game as a whole. It does some stuff extremely well. Extremely well. But some parts just fall flat. I think another part Mm -hmm. that falls flat is animations. Yes. This could be because I've just come off Last of Us 2 which has the best animations I've ever seen in the video game. Some of these animations are poor.
1: Well, Okay, well, this is something that I noticed: uh, the lip syncing for the characters' mouths—not a thing. If you've, got I've Japanese never noticed. Dialogue, I've been
0: looking not, down the subtitles.
2: Not for Japanese yeah. now.
1: Not for, for the Japanese dialogue the the, the the characters' mouths do not sync up.
0: Ah, oh, disappointing. So, uh, which, which the, I thought the- was really strange, considering
2: it's a lot to the English one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean I English think you would have dialogue. to say
0: that majority of people will play in English.
1: Look, I understand yeah, that yeah. being the expectation, but you would have thought that by selecting hey I want Japanese dialogue, it would then decad- yeah. go okay cool, I'll use the Japanese subset of animations for these character rigs be to be fair, that's a lot of a work. work. Oh, a 100%, work. I'm not <laughs> denying. That. I'm not trying b- to belittle the work done by the developers of course, absolutely not. But it, it was just something that I mm. found a little bit weird considering the amount of effort that they've put into crafting this as a pure cinematic experience. Um, you know, especially one that's supposed to be so f- faithful to old Japanese samurai movies.
2: It's so I, interesting, sorry Simon, that you say that no, because um, Jesse just mentioned that you're looking down at the subtitles. Does yeah, it take you? I, I will never it look at the like, does it take you out of the experience? Are you like a less immersed, or is it just like nah. I wish I had this; it would be a, a nice to have. Um, it's just something that I'm like, oh, it would be nice to have.
0: Um, you know, what I've done a few times. It's like when I'm reading the subtitles while riding a horse, I ride to like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a technical driving.
1: Oh dear! Uh, yeah, don't do that, ladies. Don't and
0: do gentlemen. that. Story tip of the day.
1: Um, don't text and drive. <laughs> yeah, J- Jesse's hot tip of the day. <laughs>
0: are you back everyone (laughs) um one of the animations sorry just uh you may know this part again people who've played the first few missions may notice part as well so there is a mission with um a character named sensei ishikawa and he's teaching you how to use the bow and the bow in this game i find really satisfying i like i like ranged weapons in games but (laughs) he wants to like show you where the mongols may have gone by like shooting an arrow in that direction and he sits there suddenly just stands up, shoots the bow and sits back down. And it's like four separate animations and they don't trail into each other. It's very jarring and very, very Skyrim where a character just does something and goes back to what they were doing. And he's just like, the, the fuck just happened there, hey. What, what was that about? Really strange. And this game is just littered with little moments like that where it's like, ooh, ooh, ouch. That, I didn't like that. Didn't like that. I think but then the majority it's- of it's like, ooh, this is... Mm, yeah, I, nice. I think
1: if this game had an, an extra couple of months in development just to polish up a few things, um, finish some areas of bug testing, because I, like, I haven't been playing all that long and I've already had one of the, uh, one of the fox, one of the Inari shrines bug out me. The foxes, the foxes on are me.
0: adorable, though.
1: The foxes are so precious.
0: The little, the little creatures around the world.
1: Ah, and the fact, like, the animation, talking about animations, the animations for the foxes Beautiful, yeah. The way, these little foxes and, um, and, come back and birds
0: and different oh. animals that represent different spirits that will guide you across the island at times to find secret locations, shrines, stuff like that. Um,
1: so, and they're yeah. very, very cute. I like the a lot. the foxes mm. take you to places called Inari shrines where you yep. can pray, uh, and that will upgrade the amount of slots you have for different charms, which have different effects and stuff when equipped. Um, but yeah, so the second. Fox, I came across. Um, he uh, ran off and I was following him, chasing him on my horse, um, and got to the shrine. Walked up to the shrine, but because of where the fox had stopped moving, and I couldn't move him, I could not move this fox at all. He was stuck in place. I couldn't interact with the shrine. I guess that really foxed you up.
0: Oh, something else I just want to. Mention this game it loads so fast mm, like yeah stupid fast it, they're yeah. getting us ready for PS5 SSD baby <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for
1: it I'm, I'm looking forward to when uh, when I get the PS5 and I play Ghost of Tsushima on that
0: I yes. I, I, I almost wish that they waited a few more months and made, you know what this is a launch tile because this is a console this is a launch tile console seller 100% mm, this is going to look yeah. stupid good on the PS5 um, and they could have just ironed out a few of the kinks but to sort of wrap up what are your sort of would you recommend this game to people absolutely if you have an
1: interest uh, in like Japanese uh- culture Japanese myths um, even just samurai movies even just samurais in general if you just go samurai's pretty fucking cool play this game in fact, even better if you've been disappointed with the past couple of Assassin's Creed games and you want an actual really good Assassin's Creed game, get this game. It's
0: pretty. Solid. This is Assassin's better Creed than game. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I'm 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 saying that. The, I'm to that me, actually, actually, that's a really good comparison. I hold this in the same regard as Odyssey, which is yeah, very I, I, very high.
1: But I think yeah. it is uh, the most comparable game um, to Ghost of Tsushima would be Assassin's Creed. And yeah. I've not been in. I've not been interested in the past
0: four, five Assassin's Creed games. I think this game is such a perfect. It's a, This is a really solid last sort of big exclusive for the PS4. This is really, really enjoyable game, and it has its flaws. It's not perfect. The animation bugs me. Um, the camera is is fucked up. I, the frame I rate don't is really a care about the main plot. The frame rate drops at times. Um. Sometimes combat cannot doesn't feel as fluid fluid as it should, but I just love it. It is such a charming game that there's so much like love and craft put into this. Yeah. I, I think I it's an absolute testament to sucker punch this one.
1: I think this game is the almost definitive example of a diamond in the rough. I think it's. I don't think you can come up with a better example of a diamond in the rough than this game.
0: It gets the story mode seal of approval, this one. Pick of approval. Whatever. We like it.
1: Can we create like a wax seal? I think that would be really cool.
0: That would be cool. I don't know where we would put it. You can't hear a wax seal in a podcast.
2: You yeah, have much to learn about desk, podcasting, like
0: young Swifty. I'll find <laughs> a sound I'm
2: effect. Don't worry, guys. All good. Yay. Yeah, thanks, Gil.
0: Squish. Nah, don't put a wax seal sound effect. That's gross.
2: That's,
0: I'll put a, That's a bad sound.
2: I've been experimenting Ugh. with removing um, mouth noises from our recordings. <laughs> Shit, We're recording so this if you do I'm gonna make a, a little bit of a sound clip from there. And that'll act as our uh, wax seal of approval.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear more disgusting, just real wet. Sound, I knew you were gonna say wet. wet <laughs> the wet sound, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Jesus,
1: because uh, I know The Last of Us 2 you we know, um, went on about wetness for about well 45 minutes. It's
0: a different wetness, okay? It's like a gross. Oh, wait, they're the same thing, they're both gross. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I mean? Anyway, before I start, you know, redefining words, which I do often. Let's wrap this one up. So if you want to listen to more of our stupidity and wet sounds, we are on Spotify and iTunes and a bunch of other good podcasting platforms. So subscribe and leave us a review. While you're there, check out Fan Critical on all the same good podcasting platforms. Um, they have a massive back catalog of episodes. Go check them all out. If you want to get in contact with us, we're at story mode, video game Podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook at Story Mode Gaming Oz. Go give us a follow there. Like I said, we had a competition last week. More to come and there's some ooh surprises coming soon we'll see what they are you can also ooh. find out those surprises on our twitter story Mode pod and if you would like to chuck a couple of pennies our way we're over on uh patreon search for fan critical and you'll get access to some extra shows and to the discord server run by simon evans jump hey. on talk to him, tell him if you're going to be a ghost or a samurai when you play the game actually were you a ghost or a samurai when you played um, yeah, hey, I, I <laughs> I both yeah same here same both. I'm a ghost I, until I, I get caught <laughs>
1: Well, kind of. Um, I ran. I sort of ran into like a random encounter, um, and it was like, "Oh, do you want to do this mission?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." So I killed like the first half of the enemies as a ghost. I just sort of suck up and assassinated them because of where they were. I could just drop down from like the cliff above and killed like six of them in that manner. It was really cool. And then know. the other six that were on the other side of like this river. I couldn't sneakily get to them, so I was like,
0: all right, fuck it. Arrow in the face, arrow in the face, arrow in the Oh, they're pissed. Uh-oh. They are mad. They are mad, but we are glad that you spent some time with us. So, that, wh- what was that? That was bizarre. Okay, I'm breaking. My program was wholesome, Jesse. My, my, it was, my that was, yeah, that was incredibly wholesome. <laughs> Keelan, thanks for joining us. Simon, Thank thanks for joining us. Everyone at Thank home? Or, or, actually, you should, I'm hoping you're at home because. Let's not get uh, back inside. Go back inside. Wear a mask. Um, stay safe. Um, be, be nice to each other. And we'll catch you next week for a big episode. Pokemon Xbox. Xbox. See you then. Bye. Bye. I'm not going to actually give you a kiss because that will spread COVID. That's illegal. Bye. Hey, I'm walking here.